I'm probably going to be super stuffed up and all fucked up because I just shoved like, I don't know, probably seven or eight chips Ahoy cookies in my mouth at the same time. That's why I don't buy that stuff. Unfortunately, my brother bought some and I just, oh, excuse me. I cannot, I, I can't handle it. No self-control when I see cookies in front of myself. I just like have to eat some. And to be fair to myself, I've gotten better at it because I used to like, you know, cup of milk, sleeve of Oreos, no problem. That shit will be gone in an hour. Well, an hour. That's uh, that's a long time. More like 10 minutes. But I used to do that all the time as a kid. Get a whole. And by a sleeve, I don't mean like a row of Oreos. I mean like the whole fucking thing. Not double stuff though. The double stuff Oreos, they don't dip nearly as well. But I, I will say I've gotten better at it. I'm not, you know, binging on that shit as much. But honestly, I saw his Chips Ahoy out there. And I'm like, okay, I gotta have one. I gotta have one. And then it ended up being six. I'm like, damn it! What have I done? Now I'm gonna be all fucking bloated. It's inflammation. That's what's. That's why I'm fat. It's not because I eat bad things. Just inflammation. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to the podcast here. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, back to Not Rich, Just Bored, episode number 56. I literally almost forgot about the podcast because I was too busy watching Yellowstone on Amazon Prime, uh, which is now Paramount Plus. Fuck. But uh, my brother, so my brother's a huge Yellowstone fan. He's been watching it since season one, I believe, and he just kind of was always into it. He always talked highly of it. I've heard people talk highly of it. And I'm like, I never, never got into Yellowstone. Uh, and then the other night, I just kind of had, I've had this whole week off. I just took a week off work. I'm just kind of relaxing, resetting for the new year. And I'm like, the one night I'm like, I, I have some time. I don't really have anything I want to watch right now. And I'm like, well, shit, Amazon Prime's open. There's Yellowstone. Everybody talks so much shit about this. I'm like, let's go. And unfortunately, I know the deep-seated truth because I'm like, if I get addicted to this, I'm going to be pissed because they moved to Amazon, from Amazon Prime, they moved to Paramount Plus now, which which is still on, I believe Paramount Plus is still on Amazon Prime for Canadians. It's just you have to pay for that channel, which is really stupid, but... But uh, either way, uh, the good thing is my brother has it, so I can borrow his, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Don't tell Netflix, you know, because <laughs> they'll beat the shit out of us. And I'll get I'll get back to that in a minute. But as for Yellowstone, I binged the first season. I just, oh my God, I'm just hit coming like a motherfucking piece of shit. You record a podcast. Stop it. Just slap myself in the face. That's called abuse. And yeah, I know. I, I've been a lazy fuck. I need to stream more. I'm sorry. I just sorry, I just looked at my stream numbers. They're shit. But anyways, back to Yellowstone. You're getting off track, buddy. Um yeah, I get the hype now. It's actually a fucking really good show. It's like all the actors are really 
Like Kevin Costner fucking kills it as um as John Dutton and the the guy that plays Rip, I can't remember his name right now, but he's the bad guy from Fast and the Furious the second one. Uh let me look it up. Rip Rip Wheeler. Who played Beth Dutton? People also asked. Calm down. Um Yeah, Cole Hauser, that's his name. It's funny because my brother told me, he's like, he's like, you know who that is, right? I'm like, no, I don't think I've seen him in anything before. And he's like, he was the bad guy from Too Fast, Too Furious. I'm like, there's no fucking way. Because the bad guy from Too Fast, Too Furious looks like a fucking nerd. But then, like, in this one, he's like, that cowboy honk. What a honk. And he's actually probably my favorite character. He's fucking badass, but... But, um, yeah, like, the whole, the whole cast is really good. And the guy that played uh, Jamie Dutton, uh, which is Wes Bentley, he was in, like, The Hunger Games and a few other things, too. Can't remember exactly what he was in. American Beauty. Oh, that's right. I forgot he's a regular on American Horror Story, too. But. Yeah, he's like it's a really solid cast and it's every every character is written like they're written really well so that they work really well together, but it's it's crazy how much like drama they they stuff into that series. Like I said, I've watched what is it, eight episodes season one? Season one seven and nine episodes, something like that. Uh and like, I've watched the first season, and every episode, there's some sort of fucking dramatic event that's happened. Somebody has, you know, died, or somebody's got injured, or there's been some crazy shootout or something. And it's like, it just, it keeps you so hooked that you're just like, I, I, I can't stop. I, I have to keep, I have to keep going. This is too, too exciting, too fun. So, I'm excited to keep going with it. So, again, I, the thing I was going to get to about that, too, was... Uh, was how much I hate the the idea that the show moved to Paramount Plus. I I understand that Paramount owns it, and that's great. I I understand that, but it's anytime people are used to getting something somewhere, and you move it to somewhere else, you're gonna lose a lot of your fan base. You just are because you're fucking around too much. And a lot of people are doing that. Like, a lot of people are doing that now. Like, just all these shows. There's no show these this day, these days, <laughs> that can, like, hold a candle to anything from the past. It always gets fucked up. Even the, the Witcher, strong as fuck. Season one. Season two, not as good. Pretty good, though. Pretty strong. But then they're they're fucking it up now. They're recasting Henry Cavill, you know, to go do Superman, even though he's not Superman anymore because he got fired or let go from Superman. So that's fucked. So it's like he quit being Geralt of Rivia for nothing. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I kind of laughed there. It ended up being a cough. I think that's a piece of the Chips Ahoy coming back to haunt me. But... It just drives me nuts that these people, like, 
they go they go they go to do other things and then they just it fucks it or they want to move it to another network when it gets too uh too popular it's like you just it gets to a point where you got to kind of settle in one place and you can't be hopping around so much between networks and these like Paramount Plus just doesn't have much shit. They have what ha- the Halo TV show, which is just fucking horrendous. Again, I haven't watched it yet, but I well, well, that's not entirely true. I literally watched like a five second clip online, which was actually a five minute clip, and it made me cringe very hard. And like, it just it's very clear to me that it's not following kind of the Halo lore or anything. They're kind of just doing their own thing, and it just it's. Yeah, it's fucked. But really, what does Paramount Plus have? Let let me actually look it up. I can't. I can't type. Like, we were playing Overwatch the other night, and I was trying to, like, shit talk other people. And, like, half the time a caps lock was on, and half... It's it's because uh, my fingers aren't on home row by default on my keyboard where it is. Because my keyboard is off-center because I like to keep because I don't type normally when I'm normally gaming. So I have my WASD right, like, like flush with my left hand, and then my mouse is over far on the right. So I'm always, like, typing off to the side, and it fucks me up. But sorry, I'm, I told you I'm going to be sniffling and snuffling because I fucking crammed cookies down my throat. Um, yeah, so... The Paramount exclusive. Yeah, these are the pair. This is what they have lift, lifted on here. Li- listed on here, pardon me. Is The Good Fight. I don't know what the fuck that is. Star Trek Below Decks. Which start. Okay, I will say Star Trek Below Decks was. It's an interesting concept uh, to me because I watched it on TV. I was in a hotel one night and I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's like Star Trek, but it's animated. And it's literally. A, it's an animated Star Trek show. But it's like with adult humor, so like they swear and stuff. So it's it's kind of weird. Uh, Twilight Zone, that's kind of cool, but whatever. Eighteen eighty three, which is I believe that's the prequel to Yellowstone that they just released. So that might be interesting. Evil, don't know what that is. Star Trek Prodigy, I assume that's the latest Star Trek. I'm not up on it. And then The Offer. Like there's nothing on Paramount Plus. It's pretty sad when Halo's like the most hype show on there and it didn't even make their top ten list here. <laughs> well, that was top seven, I guess, but whatever. But yeah, so now and now Yellowstone is joined that. So now if you just have Amazon Prime, as of season five, I think it is. Season five is just on Paramount Plus now. It just got released. So season one to four is still free on Amazon Prime. But if you want to watch the latest season of Yellowstone, you're going to have to subscribe to Paramount Plus. And every time I see a Paramount uh, ad for Yellowstone or whatever, just any kind of Paramount Paramount ad at all on Facade Book or anything like that, it's always just fucking hate bombed with angry reacts and and sad reacts and shit because like they're so out of touch, right? They they've taken somebody's favorite show from one stream platform to another and it's you're gonna lose people you just are there's certain people that just are not gonna pay for that shit and i don't blame them it's the same it's the same fucking thing as the netflix thing the netflix is 
supposedly this year, because we're in 2023 now, uh, supposedly they're going to be discontinuing password sharing. And I don't know how they're going to do that. I'm going to we've talked about it before, but I assume it's going to be some sort of a location based system where it's based on they'll geolocate you. So it'll be like you're say you're in Bozeman, Montana, just a random place. Didn't get that from Yellowstone, but say you're there and then all of a sudden it shows, Oh, you're in Idaho and you're signed in. It's like, well, that's not possible. So they're going to find which of the two were cited first, probably, I imagine. And they're going to cut the other one off. Because you can only be cited at one at a time. And I'm not joking. I am not fucking joking. Let let it be heard on this podcast right now. Between me, the listeners, God, and everybody else on this planet. The simulation theory. <laughs> let it be said right now. If Netflix goes through with this plan, they will be bankrupt by 2025. Mark my fucking words. Because people are not going to want to go with that. People are not going to want to fucking pay for that shit. And it's it's going to fail. Because password sharing is... It, it, d- dude, it, it used to be in their... It used to be in their goddamn... It used to be in like their promotional material. They used to they used to have fucking signs that said best. It would be like friend, here. Let me see. Let me look it up because I'm gonna butcher it. I'm just fucking sniffling, snuffling like a fucking loser. Sorry guys, apologize. But that's where she goes. Where is it? Yeah, right here, right here. This didn't age very well. <laughs> this was Netflix on Twitter in 2017. Their status was love is sharing a password. Ooh, that one didn't age quite so well. Because, <laughs> yeah, five years later, they're, like, banning that shit because they don't want people sharing passwords because they get less revenue. But the thing is... They need to fucking be grateful for what they have. Because I don't have a Netflix account. I'm currently being shared one from an anonymous resource. I will not tell anybody. But that was horrible Donald Trump, by the way. But I am being shared a password at this moment. And if they go through and they disable password sharing, I'm not going to get Netflix. And in fact, I'm going to encourage my friends not to get Netflix. Because that's bullshit. And they're just making horrible decisions at this time. And I I hate when people say this. I hate it so much. There's so many people that say, these companies are too big to fail. That's what they say. Too big to fail. No, they're fucking not. There's so many other options other than Netflix. Netflix, by 2025... They go through with this password sharing. Mark my fucking words. They will be bankrupt or bought out because they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose all the people that have shared passwords, so that those viewers won't be there. They won't be getting those views. And on top of that, there's gonna be people like me that refuse to get it after. And there's gonna be people like there. I've already seen it in the comments everywhere over this password sharing thing. People are like, "Yeah, we're gonna 
we're going to cancel our Netflix because it's bullshit. If I can't share it with grandma, then fuck them. So, I don't know. I don't know what Netflix thinks they're doing. Obviously, they they came from nothing and the, the video rental shit. They were like the digital, you know, the little red boxes or whatever you called it. That's kind of how they started. You know, they, they, they built this empire. But the problem is they're now, they've been on top for too long. So, they they're just too comfortable. Right? They've gotten complacent. And now they think they can set boundaries and rules. And it's like, no, you fucking can't. You, right now, to me, Netflix is one of the worst fucking streaming platforms. I don't even log in there. Like, I, I don't. Like, when it, when it comes to, if I want to stream a movie or something, it's like almost always Amazon Prime or something else. You know? Hulu, whatever. The Netflix has some good movies, but all their original series are either cringe or just, like, way too overhyped. Like, ah, drives me nuts. Especially like that, the Wednesday show. I'm sure it's a fine show. Okay, guys, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's fine. I'm a huge Adams Family fa fan. Uh, my favorite rendition was obviously the Raw Julia one that I grew up with. I love that movie. And I liked the TV show that was on YTV when I was growing up. That's a Canadian channel, guys. But, I, you know, I love those two series because I grew up with them. I didn't watch the 50s one. Uh, uh, I, I saw, I've seen clips of it, you know, as an older man because I, I looked into the history of it and I'm like, oh, cool. There was like a, almost every show that had a, a modern remake or even an 80s or 90s remake was in the 50s. Like Dark Shadows was a 1950s show. Ab's Family, 1950s, you know, all the, all those shows, they all had, like, they're all just remakes, essentially, but whatever. My point is, I am a big fan of it. Don't get me wrong. But this Wednesday show, I haven't watched it yet. My brother said it was okay, but it's just, to me, it's gotten so overhyped, and it's become a meme at this point, and... If I see one more fucking person doing the Wednesday dance, I'm going to fucking kill them. Like, every goddamn person is. That's what happens with these Netflix shows. They, they, they get, like, one scene or one thing, and it becomes, like, a TikTok trend. And I fucking, it just cringes me out because I hate it so much. And it gets overly popular. And then it just, it gets to that point where it's annoying. And, again, these shows are good. Like Stranger Things, the Kate Bush song, and everybody was doing like a trend of using that song and then doing like a Stranger Things fucking makeup tutorial or something. I'm like, just stop it. You're you're oversaturating the market. And yeah, maybe I'm just getting a little bit angry because I'm old, but holy hell. But the Wednesday one's probably the worst yet because everybody's like literally copying the same trend of just doing the Wednesday dance from the new show. And it's like, just fucking relax. <laughs> okay. I, I, I get it. You're passionate about your new show. That's very cool. I get it. But you're annoying me. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, Cody, just don't watch those videos or just, just avoid them. You know what? I'm just being funny. Okay. I'm not actually that bad. Okay. I just look, 
and I've talked with my friends about this a long time because we're all about the same age. I just don't get the trend thing. I I don't. I'm not a I'm not a trend hopper. I I just that it it internally hurts me. It cringes me out, and that's what all of TikTok is, and that fucking short culture, the short the short uh, you know, the short form content that TikTok offers, and the you know Instagram Reels and Facebook Shorts and blah, 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 all this stuff, right? It's all the same shit. It's all copycat content because that's what gets the the views. So, and I just I, it cringes me out because where I came from in the original fucking YouTube days when you were grinding. You know, whatever it was, whether it was a live stream or if it was just YouTube videos, which I was doing YouTube videos at the time, you know, it was about being original, having your own personality. Um, you know, obviously, sometimes you play the same games, but that's unavoidable because it's the fucking games that everybody wants to play. You know, it's no different than when Elden Ring was popular, right? Everybody wanted to play Elden Ring. So that's just how it goes. But you had maybe your own niche of games or your own kind of style. The idea that made you popular and made you pop was that you were different. But now it's like fucking 17 people are doing the Wednesday dance, doing the exact same fucking thing where they have the Netflix show playing in the background on their TV while they're in front of the TV replicating the dance that's on the TV. It's like, that's that's pretty cool. I'm glad you learned fucking two minutes of choreography. That's pretty cool. Good job. But 8,000 million fucking trillion people just did that too. Okay, maybe not trillion. I don't think we have a trillion people on the planet yet. Okay, I'm just doing that for comedic effect. But literally a million people have already done that already. It's like, oh, congratulations, but like, stop it. You're not original. Like back in the day, we used to call that stealing content. But now it's just like that's that's it, literally. Literally, if if I did it right now, I could just do the fucking Wednesday dance, and I could get like a million views on a video, fucking easily. I mean, maybe not a million, but well, actually, probably a million because I think most people get about a hundred thousand likes on those videos that I've seen. Because I like to keep track of the stats, right? I like to keep track of like what's going on, and. I just find it so weird that, like, it's the same with all those trends, right? They get millions of views. And I'm like, don't you guys get sick of it? Don't people get sick and tired of seeing the same fucking thing pop up in their feed? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get angry. And Again, if I ever watch the Wednesday show, I just don't have a lot of time. I'll let you know what I feel about it. Again, I've heard good things, but holy fuck, cool it with the dances. And and also, a lot of the guys on fucking online, it's funny, they need this, you know, they're they're basically creeping on like Jenna Ortega. I think her name's Jenny, Jenna, Jenna, Jenny Ortega, which, you know, she's a good looking gal. And yeah, she's 20 or whatever. But like, I've seen a bunch of these comments from fucking guys be like, being like, yeah, I, I fucked the shit out of Wednesday. And all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, the character Wednesday is supposed to be like a child, right? Like, like I think in this new Wednesday show, she's supposed to be like 15, 16, maybe. But in like, in like the original, I think she was 12. Something like that. Maybe 10. So I, uh, it's kind of creepy. 
people are creepy. But again, I get it. I get it. Like Jenna Ortega, so she's a nice looking gal. She's she's very very good looking. But I don't know. Guys are creepy. I don't know. What what can I say? That's all I can really say about that. But don't sexualize the little girls, you fucks. Um. So yeah. So that's all about that. Don't do that. Fuck you, Netflix. If you if you go through with your password sharing, I guarantee you will be under the ground. Um, so another thing that I was going to touch on a little bit here was, was this, um, this whole, so there's this whole fucking thing going on. Um, let me pull it up here. I actually pulled this up already. See, I was so well prepared today, you know, I mean, not super prepared, but you know, I did it nonetheless. Um, but yeah, so... So Logan Paul, right? Everybody knows who that is. Um, but he he had this whole NFT project. I think it happened a year ago. It was called Crypto Zoo, and from what I've gathered, the whole point of yeah. So I'll just read this right here. Paul's first mention of CryptoZoo came during an August 2021 episode of his podcast, Impulsive. And it, he said, for the last six months, I've been working on my own NFT project, uh, noting, uh, noting the venture comp- comp- comprised handmade art and would be part of a really fun game that makes you money. So basically what he was saying, it was it was handmade art, so it was original NFTs, and you would use these NFTs in a, mo- in a game, and by using them in the game, you could actually make money off of it. Uh, and, and apparently, so there's 10,000 minted, and they're just called eggs. So they were... They were base eggs that were made available in 2021 to buy in September, I think. And then a month later, they were supposed to hatch. And then they would they would yield this this crypto or whatever called money. It was a money symbol zoo. So money Z zero zero or or I guess O O. Uh, yeah, and it'd be an in-game currency that you could exchange for real dollars or you could use it in the game. And then, and then two animal, they were saying two animal NFTs could be branded to a hybrid with rarer hybrids becoming even more valuable. So you could breed your NFTs into getting possibly rare hybrids. Now, Obviously, I'm kind of butchering this because I suck at this shit. I suck at research. It's not my forte. But but uh, basically, what I'm going to tell you guys is there's a guy named CoffeeZilla. You might have heard of him. Um, I've watched some of his videos in the past, and it's been a while since I watched him. But holy shit, this guy's production value is insane now. Like, I don't remember his production value being this crazy. But it's fucking insane now. But uh, basically, CoffeeZilla made a three-part video series where he did a deep dive on this whole... Um, he did this whole deep dive on the whole conspiracy of... 
Because basically what this ended up being was a rug pull. Basically, they weren't paying their they weren't paying their developers. It was this whole fucking weird thing between Eddie Ibanez and Jake the Crypto King. Um Green Bomb, I guess is his last name. And uh and then Logan Paul. They were kind of the spearheads of this project. And there's like I said, I would watch the Coffee Villa series. Coffeezilla series, pardon me. And it's it just kind of outlines how these three just it I, and I I don't know because there's there was this whole thing that Jake was gonna you know Jake was gonna sue Coffeezilla from what I heard or make le- legal action towards them, but at the end of the day, Coffeezilla didn't even accuse Jake of like anything directly. He just basically accused him of being dumb. And I think I think he's right. I think that's what this whole thing was. I think it's just Logan wanted to make money at the end. That's what he wanted. Because he's fucking, you know, that's what he does. He's a rich motherfucker and he likes to make more money. That's what those guys do. So, so basically he, you know, he he started by going and he's like, yeah, we have this. You know, we have this idea for an FT. Let's make it happen. So he wanted to make it happen, and he went through it like that, and that's fine. But he didn't realize who he was dealing with or the guys that he was getting on his team. And they're shady as fuck. That Jake the Crypto King, he's shady as fuck. I can't remember what it was. He used to be into something else. And he switched from that to crypto because he's a fucking scam artist. So I don't know why he would ever go with that guy, but I don't know. And that Eddie Ibanez guy apparently worked for the CIA and all this other stuff that people are saying he's bulletproof. But then once CoffeeZilla looked into him, he found out that that guy's a complete liar and fraud and he never went to any of these places. And he was literally just tricking billionaires. It's kind of like, I think there's a documentary about that girl that that got in with all those billionaires over in Europe. And I can't remember what it's called. It was There was a... There was some sort of a TV show or mockumentary made about her, but she basically faked it till she faked it till she made it, and she had like some, I don't know what you call it, Versace clothes or whatever, and then she just faked her way into billionaire circles by dressing the part, and she's really not worth anything. <laughs> so that's apparently what this guy did, and and in the end of the day, basically he they basically they rug pulled a bunch of fucking people, and for those of you that don't know, a rug pull is where it's there's a lot of them happening in crypto, so I really highly recommend people to do your research and dot dot the T's across the eyes, as they say in the South, before you before you go to any of those um crypto any of that stuff before you go and invest in any of that stuff. Make sure you do all your research because. That's, it's a dangerous market, and unfortunately, a lot of people have been tricked lately. There's that FaZe Clan that had that Save the Kids coin, you know, that was fucked up, and there's just been a lot of these rug pulls, and like I was saying there, uh, oh, what the fuck? Oh, I think my HDMI just, it might, it might be loose on my second monitor, my second monitor just turned off, but... Um, but what I'm saying is these rug pulls, basically it'll be a person or whatever, 
an organization will make an NFT or they'll make a crypto or some sort of a coin and they'll hype it up. They'll hype it up to say it's going to do this or that. And it's going to go to a million dollars a coin. And they hype it, hype it, hype it. And basically the people get in at the ground level. So say they buy it for pennies on a dollar. And then the hype is real. Everybody gets in on it. And they all buy stuff. And then all of a sudden the guys that started it, they rug pull. And what's that mean? They fucking, they sell their shares. They sell their coins. Because it's worth a lot. They bought it for pennies on a dollar, and now it's worth hundreds, maybe thousands of coin, depending on how much hype it it gets and how many people buy in. And then they, they when they sell their massive shares, that critically affects the price. So the price, they'll get it for what they sold it for. They'll get it for thousands, hundreds, whatever it is. They'll make a shit ton of money. And then, but then, uh, because, you know, 50% of stock was, or, I'm saying stock, but I'm saying coins. But it happens in stocks too, but coins it's worse because it's decentralized. So when 50% of the supply all of a sudden goes back into the pool, into the market, that crashes the price. So anybody that bought at a higher price, like people that were still buying at $100, $1,000, God forbid, the price is down to cents, pennies. So they just essentially lost all that money. And I think that's what happened with this NFT project, unfortunately. I think they they got scammed. And the funniest thing, again, I, I don't remember all of it, but I would watch the CoffeeZilla three-part series on it. It's really riveting. Uh, basically, like it ended up like Jake the Crypto King ended up scamming Logan and everybody else involved. Like it was, it was like, it was... Scammer, scamming, scammer, scamming people. Like, it was the biggest cover-up of the century. It, it was actually insanity, but I I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't tell you guys, just seriously. If, you're, if, if it smells like bullshit or it's too good to be true, it almost certainly is. So just watch yourselves out there. You know, I have a couple friends that are into some more risky crypto things, but luckily I know they're not betting their life savings on it, you know? And I would tell them never to do that because... <sighs> Fuck, I'm only stuffed up when I do the podcast, I swear to God. But... Yeah, I just... Be careful, guys. Don't sink your life savings in this shit because it's, it's almost always never going to work out, so... I'm sorry to say that, but it's just true. Uh, anything in this life that seems too good to be true, it almost certainly fucking is. So, just watch your backs out there. Um, in other news, fuck Overwatch 2. <laughs> but seriously, okay, so, I, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch 2. I think in the last couple of weeks, I've probably... Just in the last couple of weeks, I think I put 20 hours in or so, 25 hours. And uh, that's a lot for me because I play a lot of other games too. And I have a life! You know? I have my left and my right hand that I have to appease in the bed. I can't let them go to bed cold again. Fuck. <laughs> but, you know, it's 
you know, so I've put in a lot of hours. I never played Overwatch 1. So I never experienced the loot crate thing. But I remember when the loot crate thing came out, everybody was against it and because it was promoting gambling to kids, and which I, I did agree with at the time for sure. Because <laughs> I just think, I think paying to gamble in a game is not a good thing. It just never is. Um, but what is happening now is actually worse because now instead of paying to, you know, because in Overwatch 1, you, yes, you could pay to gamble, but you could also just earn loot boxes by completing challenges, which it's still random. You don't know what you're going to get in loot boxes, but at least you could earn them and, and whatever. In Overwatch 2... You can't earn them. There's no loot boxes. It's just a shop like Fortnite style with a battle pass. Everything you have to pay for. And, you know, people say, well, you can actually earn the in-game currency. Yeah, fuck you. You know how much you can earn? I think you can earn 90 Overwatch coins a week. 90 Overwatch coins a fucking week. And that's if you grind your ass off and complete all the weekly challenges and shit. Do you know how much a fucking skin costs? A bullshit skin is a thousand coins. A bullshit skin. So let's just take out our handy dandy calculator machine. Uh, let me take a look here. There it is. So we got a thousand divided by 90. 11.11. 11.11! Make a wish! But seriously, 11.11. So that means 11. In a bit weeks let's just call it 12 it would take you 12 weeks of grinding and hard grinding because you've got to do all the weeklies to get those 90 coins so take you 11 weeks to afford one shitty skin whereas in og overwatch you could just you know do your weeklies and then you got one crate or whatever it was you got something every week, guaranteed, if you did those challenges. So, I just think that's a better system all around. Because the way it is now, it's so goddamn predatory. Like, I can't even believe how predatory it is towards... I, I mean, you guys know. I've talked about it a hundred fucking times on here. I hate... I hate... I never thought I'd hate anything more in gaming than Battle Passes. I can't fucking stand battle passes. They're predatory. They suck ass. And they're just... They're not good. They're not fucking good. And every goddamn person in the world is doing them. And Diablo 4 is supposedly going to do one. And I'm like, I'm so sick and tired of this shit. Like, if it was just a feature in the game... Where you could grind normally... To get cool skids or extras? Fine. That's fine. But they're always paid. And when you pay, you have an obligation. Because then, if you don't get everything in the battle pass, then you wasted your fucking money. Do you see where I'm going with this? Bullshit. And also, the last thing I'm going to say here... They need to fucking fix their new tank. And I don't know what kind of payroll these goddamn 
uh, Overwatch 2 YouTubers are doing. Every So there's a new tank in the new thing. It I mean, obviously it's been out for a month or whatever, or two months almost. Uh, but there's a new tank in the game called Ramatra. And every the guys got an early peek at him, all the YouTubers and Twitch streamers. And they all said he's a bag of shit and he sucks ass. And I'm like, oh, well, that doesn't bode well. That sucks. And then, lo and behold, Overwatch 2 comes out for the rest of us plebs, the people that actually have to wait for shit. And this Ramatra tank comes out and it's a fucking pay-to-win fucking tank. And there's another thing that pissed me off. Because if you buy, if you pay real money... And you buy the battle pass, you get him for free right away. Otherwise, you got to grind the free battle pass, which takes forever, by the way, to level forty-five, and 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 then once you're at level forty-five, then you get him. And it's like, holy fuck! This tank, though, it's so they lock it out for most people that don't want to pay. And this tank, all these YouTubers said he was shitty. And I'm like, are they, what, what What? the fuck are they talking about? And it must be a pro thing. He must just not be a good combo for certain pro players or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm obviously not that crazy with Overwatch. But, but like, every time we face this cocksucker in battle, he's just, like, unstoppable. And when it's, when it comes to his ult, anyway, his ultimate is fucking crazy. It has insane range. You can't fly away from it. And it keeps going until you're dead. So basically, once his once his ult is active around you, you're like dead. And I just, it's very frustrating to fight against. And I, I know there's counter. The basically the only counter that we've come up with against him when he's using his ult like that is just because you can't outrun him either. You just can't. You can't move faster than him. But the only thing we've found to counter him is just to laser him. You just gotta all focus fire him. If you have a Zenyatta, that's the best. Get the Orb of Discord on him so it takes more damage. You just gotta melt him before he kills you. Because he will kill you. He just won't stop. He'll kill you. So the best thing is just to kind of grind him down. But it's just still, he's so fucking broken and I don't... I don't know. Again, I don't know what people think. I'm sure some people like him. I, I think he's a cool tank. He's, a, he's got interesting abilities, but my fucking lord, the amount of times we've been on a last-minute push or just, like, defending the last checkpoint and we lose because the Ramatra are just ultimates and he's got heals on him and it just he just walks forward and wins. That's all he does. Walks forward, everybody dies. Like, I... Not broken, though, right? Not broken. Just a perfectly fine tank. Oh, fuck. But, yeah, that's all for me, though, this week. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening. I've been having a good week off. It's been good to relax and just kind of chill. Uh, there's obviously some video editing I need to do, but we're going to go check out that Megan movie tonight with my buddy Sword Kira, friend of the podcast. Um, I will be talking about that next week, no doubtedly. Undoubtedly. That's the proper word, sir. And yeah, well, should be a good time. I'm hoping it's a cool movie because it's actually one of the few movies that has actually piqued my interest this year. So 
Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate the support. It always makes me happy. Remember to follow the podcast on all social media. Links are in the description below. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now, guys.